somebody save me. Celeste, due to copyright infringement issues and for the sanity of the crew, please stop. Stop now. Oof, everyone is a critic. I know, right? Glicks, open comms. Okay, what is happening here? Where are we? Glicks, give us a situation report. Currently, we are on the planet Geekery. Be warned, our impossibility drive may cause distortions oh. as we traverse this land. Impending impossibility engaging in three, oh two, oh one. Comms are now open to Devoted Geeks. Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to episode 61 of Com Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the YouTube show from Devoted Geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Celeste, and with me is... Dallas! And as you listen to today's podcast, we want to encourage you guys to do us a favor and uh, interact with us. You know, you guys can interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, all these great places. All you really... We try to make things as really simple as possible. And so all you got to do is search for Geek Devotions on pretty much any of these platforms and you pull us up pretty, pretty darn quickly, actually. So that's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, so check us out and let us know your thoughts on this podcast. And also do us a favor. Um, we, <laughs> I know we say this every time. We are trying to get better at this whole podcasting thing. And uh, so, but if you could do us a favor, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It'll be very much appreciated because it helps our, our podcast get found. Uh, among other things that take place. Well, it's also always good to get a little bit of feedback and to know what people are thinking. Exactly. Also, just um, a little help from you guys. Let us know your thoughts on the quality of this week's episode of our podcast. Uh, we're testing out some new software for recording. It's a free software. I'm not going to give a name just in case it sucks because I don't want to bash anybody necessarily. Exactly. So, but we'll let you know if it, if it works all right. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh. <laughs> Everything's an experiment, experiment, experiment. Right? All right. Well, let's let's recap and let people know what is happening. It's been a minute since we had a podcast come out, and uh, we it's been are on over a, a month. It's been over a month, which is really pretty sad. And I apologize to anybody who likes our show. <laughs> But we are on a magical journey. Magical mystical tour. Magical mystery tour to Candy Mountain, Charlie. It's Candy Mountain. It's not Candy Mountain. It's not Candy Mountain. It's never Candy Mountain. (laughs) Don't worry. By the end of this podcast, your kidney will still be in place. Um, At least where you saw it last. (laughs) But we've been on this journey through the Superman district. And uh, we've been traveling through... uh, the planet geekery and we're kind of stuck in place right now um we have been going bit by bit started off with our friends over at retro rewind podcast which you can find at retro rewind podcast.com where we talked about superman and we also talked about superman 2 the movies and if you want to know our thoughts on those head over to the website you can type in superman and it pops up i think we're the only superman what movies have been done so far no there's one other one they've oh, yeah? done all three. Oh. Well, yeah, that's right. They did one at the very beginning of their podcast yes, days. And it was rough to listen to. It was rough to listen to. So, but that being said, check it out. Um, I'll review on that. From there, we have been doing, guys, we've been tracking through. We covered the 1948 Superman serial, which was a black and white serial. Um, not not like Frosted Flakes serial. No, no, no. But that sounds strangely good right now. But mm. um, 
Serial. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're talking about the uh, these were film these were shorts that played before major films back in the day, and uh, I, for what I remember, it wasn't bad. Yeah, we Those enjoyed were, it. Mm-hmm. We we may have to go back and listen to our own podcast so we can remember what we <laughs> said about it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. And then from there, we went on to the 1941 Max Fleischer Superman, which I think is one of the best cartoon renditions of Superman, at least for the first nine issues or episodes. I feel like that that has been our favorite so far. Yeah, I think so. As far as a, a short series of, of stuff. And um, it was just beautiful. That one also featured Paul and Francisco. It did. Of the Right Show Everyone podcast. It did, didn't it? And then uh, from there, we had our friend uh, Josh Berkey of Victims and Villains Podcast join us for the Adventures in Superman, which was a 1952 uh, series Yeah, that was, uh, was my first Superman. And we quite enjoyed it, Josh, did not. <laughs> True story. And then from there... Um, we did the 1966 New Adventures of Superman. It was groovy. It was awesome. Terry Baby was towing thrown around mm-hmm. everywhere, and Celeste and I, we couldn't stand Hated it. it. <laughs> you want to know why? Check out that podcast. And then from there, we did the 1998 Superboy or Super Awkward Celeste. Mm. It was so awkward to watch. Mm. It's just, I don't understand why studios go, oh yeah, let's do this out of order. Right. And of course, then from there, we had our, our last podcast that we had, we had special guest, uh, a gentleman that Celeste knows pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Sizemore, aka her My dad. dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan of him. That was a fun episode. It was a fun episode. So if you want to check out those guys, go back. They're on our YouTube channel. They're on uh, iTunes. But today, today, dear children, we embark on a new journey. Today, new horizons are before us. Today, we look death and danger in the eye. Laugh in the face. (laughs) (laughs) That's the wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. (laughs) Glicks. What do we? What do you have in store for us today? We are about to continue on to Sector 9 of the Superman District. This is 2001 Smellville. To navigate through here, we will need to discuss our likes and dislikes of this series, our opinions of Superman and Lois Lane, and our thoughts on the execution of this series. They'll be warned due to the length of this series your opinions may not reflect the greater series. Understood. That's... That's probably true, Glix. I want you to know that right now. All right, so let's get into this. Um, if you're if you're new to our show, basically what we do is uh, we're going to review, like like Glix said, uh, the series. We're going to talk about what we liked about the series, our opinions about Lois and our Superman and Lois, which we really can't do for what we do because um, because of the way that we did this. When we have big series like this, and this was like ten seasons, right, Celeste? Yeah, it went on forever. Yeah, I mean, it was it was huge. Um, but because of that, uh, we are only watched, I think, the first five or six episodes. Is that right? Yes, we watched five. Five, that's right. And uh, as a whole, this series went from 2001 to 2011. So there's a lot that took place. And then we're going to talk about, um, you know, is this a good place to start people off at? 
So let's get into this. Celeste, what did you think about Smallville? It was interesting, to mm. say the least. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting to feel more nostalgic about it. And then it occurred to me later, you and I were talking recently mm-hmm. um, about it, and it, I realized that the the seasons I would be nostalgic for mm-hmm. were much later than what we were watching. I don't think I ever watched the beginning. I came in kind of midway through. Right. And what's interesting, what it, I can't say words. What is interesting, though, is that I think I watched more of the beginning of the series than last in the series. So I have a little bit of the nostalgia feel to it, but mm-hmm. nowhere near like we did for Lois and Clark. Uh, so, But what did you like about it? What did we see that we enjoyed about the series? Um, as the episodes progressed, there was some definite growth in the writers. It definitely pulled you in. The first episode didn't pull me in as much. Mm-hmm. It was kind of eh. But I feel like it was because they were so busy establishing things. Mm-hmm. They were establishing things that you and I, especially after the last several months, are very familiar with. Mm-hmm. So that that first episode was kind of eh. But while well, it was eh, it was an interesting approach they did to it. It was they, an interesting because approach. Because they established, I feel like Smallville, of course, is the name of the series. It was a character in the show, obviously. Yeah. And so they had to establish the world of Smallville. I don't think I've seen anybody actually do that before now. I don't think so either because not a lot of focus is ever really put on Smallville. Mm-hmm. Right. It's always on Metropolis yeah. because that's where Superman lives now. Absolutely. So you have them, the meteor crash lands, and um, you have the introduction of Lex Luthor. Yeah. Who really can't tell how old he is at this point. He's older than... Clark. Clark. Right. And then you have... Um, you're introduced to several other key players in the in it. You are introduced to Lana Lang, as, who's very young. Yes. Mom, uh, uh, Paul Kent, and... Uh, uh, a couple other key characters. And of course, Kal-El. Yes. And there's also some, well, the, in the different approach, there was some explanation to Lana Lang mm-hmm. that was not, I've not seen before either. I haven't either. Because again, there's not an excessive amount of information on her. Not in at least what we've seen. Yeah. Now, for those of you listening, maybe you've, Maybe you are in a Lana Lang, Lana Lane aficionado, and you like, oh no, she's been in the comics since the day one. Please let us know. Leave we, comments. We would love to know. Message us. Let us know your thoughts on that. Um, now, you and I, we struggled on the front end, yes, pretty heavily, because of something that came out that we had a revelation about <laughs> midway through, and that is this: this starts off the entire series starts off with the beginning, essentially, of Clark Kent's freshman year of high school yep and we're sitting there we're like man that's a big freshman that that's that freshman has a five o'clock shadow (laughs) i have never seen a freshman with a five o'clock shadow right like i mean i'm sure it happens but (laughs) so it was just kind of throwing me off seeing that yeah and um made me go what's happening here you know um and we did some research dude was like what 20 something years old yeah he was like 22 when he's playing a 15 year old yes how did that affect your viewing experience it it was kind of off-putting 
Like I said, I had watched later seasons. Um, I came in midway through. I don't think I ever watched the beginning. If I did, I watched maybe the first episode. Mm -hmm. That was it. Mm -hmm. And then jumped into whatever was the current season at the time. Right. um, Where he was older and it was okay that he looked like that. And I remember people being upset that not just him, but all the actors were so much older Mm -hmm. than the characters but at the time it didn't really phase me mm-hmm. because i was like yeah sure he looks like a 14 year old because i was like 14 right i didn't know um but it it was kind of off-putting it kind of took you out right it was really just you're like that's because his actions the way he he played the character Aside from the one episode, what was the name of that episode? Oh, was the one with the coach. The one with the coach. Let me look it up real quick. I think it was called uh, Hothead. Yeah, Hothead. Aside from that one episode, we didn't really, in the first six episodes, see him interact as a 15-year-old would. Well, and even even in that episode, there was really only one scene where he acted like... A 15 year old like like it it was when the coach was yelling at him and he was responding as a 15 year old would now i'm sure some people would say well he's he has these powers so he's confident he's more sure of himself he's more aware of himself but i don't care who you are that age range is awkward for you yeah well and the whole thing is that he's discovering his powers he's discovering how this works out you know you have the because uh, I remember seeing that as a kid going whenever he discovered he had x-ray vision yeah, and fell off the rope <laughs> and fell off the rope and all of a sudden he's looking into the women's bathroom you know uh, awkwardness but you know he didn't tell that part to Ma Kent. no he didn't tell that to Ma and so but you had small things like that but the fact that he was so out of control of his power should have made him seem more insecure yeah up to this point, all he knew was that he was super fast and a bit stronger. Like, he didn't even realize how strong he was until, I think it was like the second episode, when he shoved his hand into a wood chipper. No, I think he knew at that point that he was that strong. At that point, but they didn't, but as a whole, they didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know the limits of it. So, but he, I feel like when he did that in the episode, the implication was that he had done that before. I don't know. I but think not it, in front of anybody. I think, I don't really know. I really think it was since he had saved Luther's life, he realized he got hit by a car, mm. ripped the ceiling off, and then he's like, I'm nearly indestructible. I really think it was that. Oh, well, that could be it. I don't think up until the point he had ever done, I, I think he knew he was stronger, but not like that. Yeah. So... And I, we're trying not to. I know it sounds like right now to the listener that um, we just hate this series. Like, we're just ripping upon it. But. We're really not trying to. It's just that these were the things we saw in the first few episodes. But even so, there's something about the series that captured the minds and the hearts of people for 10 stinking years. That's a long time for a superhero show. It's, it's a huge time sh- for a superhero show. Now, what genre is this show? Well, it's kind of high school drama. Yeah. Now, I didn't watch the later seasons. You watched the later seasons as a as a young person. Did you 
feel like they were a high school drama? Not necessarily, but at the time, there there was a lot of that on TV, mm-hmm. and it was not it was it was different, mm-hmm. like because I guess it was just more around. Like I don't watch high school dramas now, mm-hmm. so but what back then because I was in high school. I mean, it was pretty pretty common thing even if i didn't watch it my friends watched it (laughs) you were forced into it pretty much right now imdb it lists as an adventure drama series and i can see that Mm -hmm. and um and maybe that's just the thing like we're we're just kind of at a time or a place where we're just not really wanting to get into the drama yeah you know having both of us served uh uh, as in in youth ministry Mm -hmm. both of us still work with teenagers on a pretty regular basis, um, we we had the opportunity to hear the high school drama quite uh, quite often. Quite often, I just don't think we can handle it. That's why <laughs> that that very much could be it. Does that mean we're old? I don't think it means that we're old. It just means we're burnt out on it. Yeah, we don't have time for TV high school drama because <laughs> we're too busy trying to diffuse real life <laughs> drama. Yes. So yeah, so that's the thing that's taking place there. But again, it wasn't a bad series. Like there were some really cool things that were happening. The uh, the story arc with the uh, with the coach was interesting. Yeah. Uh, the story arc with um, the kid who fell into the to the ice water. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I I think anything past episode one, it got more interesting yes. each episode. Like it built on into on itself. Which is why at some point I may go back and watch the rest of it now that's quite an undertaking so it will be undertaken after i finish avatar and buffy the vampire slayer (laughs) and what is something else i've been watching i don't know oh uh x files i need to finish x files before i i do (laughs) i have several long-running series that i've been watching over the last several years trying to to accomplish right almost done with avatar almost done with buffy (laughs) Guess I'll focus on on X Files after that. On X Files? Yeah. All right. Truth is out there. <laughs> I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> Maybe another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we we we've, we've talked about this. We talked about the series. We talked about. Um, and I just feel like we need to talk more about what we liked because we legitimately enjoyed what we watched. Well, I have a big like. Please tell me. I loved the blonde-haired girl. The blonde hair. Oh, yeah. Chloe. I can't, Chloe. Thank you. Could not remember her name. I loved her. Mm-hmm. I loved her attitude. I loved her her spunk. I loved every, pretty much everything about her. Like, she was an awesome character. She was pretty well done, even in the first episode. And I remember liking her later. Like, mm-hmm. they do a lot with her mm-hmm. later in the series, which is fun considering she's a series-specific character. Right. I will say this, that um, every rendition of the of Superman we see, they definitely try to include the um, something that says this is the time period that we're producing it in. Like, it's always very grounded in the there and then. And she felt like a character from right then and there in 2001. Like, even though I think she was more like a high school student than any other character that we saw played out. Most definitely. Like I knew girls who were like Chloe, maybe not didn't have the resources of Chloe. Right. Like I'm not really sure what, what high school goes, Hey, here's keys to our, 
our newspaper and everything. You can hang out till the middle of the night, 15-year-old girl. Or, hey, here's a very shiny, very brand new Apple computer. Yeah. That has the fun colors. <laughs> that's that's not the computers. That, that was the, kind of nostalgic but, seeing yes, this. <laughs> it was. But at the same time, that's not the computers that the school system used. They were still like no. 10 years back. No, no, they did though. Back in 2001, there were several uh, school systems that got grants. And it, this was during the, the revival of, of Mac when they were trying to make that big push. Mm. And um, Windows XP hadn't quite come out yet. And so they were coming off the heels of Windows 98, Windows ME, and so Apple's like, "This is our moment," and so it started kicking out these 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 Macs that were colorful. And so it was during that time frame that took place. Hmm. So it's possible school had that. It's just that she was fourteen. Yeah, nobody leaves a fourteen-year-old girl up at the school alone. And again, and then people go, "Well, where did they say they were 14? They didn't. They're freshmen. Thank you. <laughs> That's why we're saying this. They established in the episode one that this was the freshman year of high school. That's actually the basis of the, is it the Iceman episode? Yeah, pretty much. No, it's the bug episode. Yeah. That one was gross. That was. Like, intriguing storyline. Mm-hmm. Could have done without some of the goo. <laughs> but but again, that's kind of points out like, each story built on you had what I what I'm what I want to watch it. The reason why I want to watch it is because you had the the sub story building up of Lex Luthor. Like mm-hmm. you want to like Lex. Yes. Like I don't know what that actor has done since then, but I'm really intrigued to find out because mm-hmm. he played it so well. Right. Like he played a guy that you wanted to like, even though you know he is gonna turn south, and they hinted that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they didn't pull any punches. You saw him. Doing devious matters, but <laughs> you're like you you you're almost rooting for him, which I think plays into the fact that like like in the comics you can see why he would become president. Mm-hmm. Like I could see this one becoming president again. I don't know what they did with him later in the series. He might have gone down that road. I don't know. He eventually became the enemy rather than um, being a friend, but I don't remember why. Like, I don't remember Luther? what the... Yeah. I, I think everything just kind of came out. I think it all came to a head, and it all came came out, especially after I, I think he wasn't able to control Clark the way he wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, but you had the sub-mystery of him trying to figure out who Clark was and what's going on. That was interesting. Like, this series, I think more than others, did a better job of, of building threads throughout the series. Mm-hmm. Lois and Clark did a great job of it. They did. I think they're probably the first one to do it and do it well. Um, I'm trying to think uh, to our previous episodes. None of the others were based like that, Mm -mm. except for no, not even the the black and white one. It was episodic. Mm -hmm. So the serial was, but that was because it was one story broken up into 15 episodes. So, but yeah, the and even those, once you got past a storyline, there was no continuation from the previous storyline. In this one, there's there's storylines that are throughout the whole thing, like Chloe's Wall of Weird. That's that's a major part of the whole series. Absolutely. So again, there were some really great aspects of the series to keep you watching and to make you go, man, I want to I want to be part of this. Yeah. It's just that we had those fundamental things on the front end that they were rough for us on the front end. Yeah. The, like it was, and I think that if I watched later episodes when I was like, yeah, he's an adult. Yeah. 
I think I'd be I could roll better. Or at least a a, a senior. Mm-hmm. So um I do appreciate that like you said, it was getting better. It did draw you in. The storylines and the writing was getting much more intriguing. I'm I'm fascinated though because we were told, and I don't know if this was on podcast or if this was not, but we were told by my dad the last podcast that this episode, the first episode, was a test. Uh, hey, let's see how this goes. And in the middle of the two-hour special, mm-hmm. they called and booked the whole first season. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand because that was by far the worst the worst one (laughs) it was so bad the only thing i can think of is that we're looking at this from 2019 where where we have so much more than that i I just i gotta wonder and we should have done some research into this before and what was on tv at that time frame. In 2000? In 2001. What was on TV back then that would make this such a... Yeah. This was great for us to watch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To catch to capture the minds and the hearts of individuals. Well, you had just really quick. Um, looks like 24 started in 2001. Which was another episodic type of thing. Yes. Far more intense than Smallville, I'm sure. Obviously. Different demographic. The Tick! Which explains a lot. <laughs> but that didn't last that long. No. Samurai Jack. Six Feet Under. Law and Order. Law and Order Criminal Intent. Crossing Jordan. That was a good series. Mm-hmm. Witchblade was going on. Mm-hmm. Alias was going on. Um... Bob the Builder doesn't count. <laughs> uh, Invader Zim. Mm-hmm. But the, again, but but tear it down now though, because Invader Zim that was on major television. If you pair it back, like um, down to stuff that was easily accessible by people, yeah. Like which play I think was TBS, um, which I really enjoyed that series. We might talk about that one one day. But I mean, you had Frasier, you had Law and Order, West Wing, Twenty Four. Friends, um, Will and Grace. I mean, there seems to be a tone to all these, but there was mm-hmm. something about Smallville that really broke out. And then maybe that's a question for you viewers or for you listeners right now. What do you suppose it was in 2001 that caused Smallville to be such a breakout success for, for people? I have a thought, mm-hmm. but I don't know if this is actually the case. I'm wondering if it was just because it is just so different. Like... Crossing Jordan was an NBC show, so but it was very dark. I mean, she's a a coroner, so very dark, very gritty. There's always there was an underlying mystery in the whole series. It got really weird, um, good but weird. Um, and then you had like Alias, where she's she's changing stuff she's a spy basically pseudo black widow um except not as intense and then you have the comedies like the sitcoms Mm -hmm. um according to jim was the thing at the time which was jim i don't remember his name which jim it is but anyway you had that style of show it was just so different Mm -hmm. than anything because this is also 
during the heyday of Buffy. So those two shows took off and lasted quite a while. It's a true story. All right. Well, let's move forward a little bit in the conversation. Um, what were our opinions of Superman and I guess Lana Lang? Again, we only watched the first six episodes. Very hard with this particular style series to be able to get a good judge right. of things. Um, obviously, he's not Superman yet. Right, so we can't really judge his Superman. But even still, I thought he was more Superman than Superboy. Oh yeah, M- much more. Um, I did appreciate the awkward moments where he's discovering his abilities and the limits of his abilities. Like when he wakes up floating in the bed, <laughs> or over the bed. <laughs> and then crashes into the bed. Right. Or when he uh, sees his friend's muscles and drops right. the rope and falls to the ground because A, he doesn't realize he can fly, right. B... He uh he, he just saw his friend's muscles and he freaks out. Right, and then you have his the the interaction with his parents. So they're going, we don't know what to do. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? They're like, we don't know. And then introducing him to the fact that we found you in a spaceship. Yeah, and that make, that makes you wonder. Like up to this point, he's known that he's like stupid fast and ridiculously strong. What have they been telling him? Well, Flintstone kids. I mean, it's like yes, yeah, well, we we fed you to me as a child, and you know. That Bam Bam, you, you just ate a lot of those and then just super strong. It's the cow. Super strong. Super special cow milk. <laughs> super moo milk. Super moo milk. <laughs> um, I have moo juice. To, oh, Lord. I have to wonder because you had the Wall of Weird, which mm-hmm. was all based around the kryptonite. Sure. The, the But he didn't know anything. No, but he knew that he got clumsy around Lana. Right. But again, he had zero concept of any of the weird stuff that was happening. Oh. Well, maybe he did, and he just thought that was part of life and didn't realize it was the kryptonite. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe it's just a plot hole. <laughs> maybe. Does happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So, again, it's hard for us to really say what kind of Superman he was. Um, I know from from screenshots later in the series, he was kind of doing the whole black Superman shirt. Uh, and Yeah. Uh, that was interesting. Um, I think he got, they played around with red kryptonite. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what was happening. Oof. Red kryptonite. That's, that's it rough. got dark and people hated it. I think oh, that's really? actually why it ended. Uh, it's a possibility. All right. So our conclusion on if this is a good Superman or not, uh, we don't know. It was a good Clark Kent, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good Clark Kent. Again, he's a teenager. And again, he was, he was a bet. He was better than Superboy. Yes. So, he was in college. Right. I feel like if they had remade Superboy mm-hmm. in this type of a setting and like had him go to Smallville University, mm-hmm. maybe it Smallville better. Community College, that it would have been better mm-hmm. this cast at college rather than high school. Yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about whether or not this is a good place to start off for somebody to watch Superman stuff. And... Um, Lana Lang. Yeah, we'll mention quickly Lana Lang. And then we'll transition to some announcements. So we will see you guys on the backside of this break. Hi, I'm Francisco from the Retro Rewind Podcast. And as always, I'm joined by... I'm Paul J. Powers, and they call me the Master Interrupter. Yeah, I wonder why. Uh, it doesn't matter, because you're listening to Com Talk. Palms returning to normal stasis in three, two, one. 
All right, and we are back from our break. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We want to encourage you guys to please, please, please check out those amazing individuals that we just mentioned in our break because we love them. We like them a lot, and we think that you will like them too. That being said, let's move forward um, real quick because we forgot to do it in the last segment until I was closing it out. Lana Lang, our lowest link type of character, super brief because this is already a long podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what did we think of her? She was interesting. I, th- I could tell they were trying to kind of make her a Lana Lang, not a Lana Lang, she was Lana Lang, yeah. a Lois Lane type character, mm-hmm. but at the same time, she wasn't, she was her own person. Mm-hmm. She's very different than any previous Lana Langs I've seen. You see Lana Lang in the Supergirl movie from the 80s. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have it. And uh, so she's, she's different from that for sure, but... Um, they definitely tried to make her this character that, from the surface, she looks superficial, mm-hmm. but there's more to her. Even the first few episodes, they tried to build the story of this tragedy in her life, of losing her parents mm-hmm. in a very tragic way, and then, you know, self-discovery years later, because it turns out her aunts just have been trying to, like, you know, everything's pretty, and she's like, I'm hurting on the inside. Mm-hmm. And so they tried to ground her, which I appreciated that. She wasn't just the pretty girl. Yeah. Um, that was perceived by the audience, to be honest. Yeah. Like the, not the audience, but the 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 people in the society just thought of her as the typical pretty girl. Yeah. And so there was a little bit more to her. I appreciated that aspect about her. Yeah, I definitely did appreciate that and the way they did it. They did a good job with that character. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, it was interesting because... Um, she captured quite well the weird aspect of teenage girls. The quote, tell me more. The quote unquote spontaneous, yeah, type of thing. Let's just do it. And like the hyper fault, like lovey dovey, like like the like when she was trying to do the whole. Um, I, Clark and I are just friends, but I'm dating somebody. Like she captured those moments mm. quite well. I see what you're saying. And the awkward teenage drama of it all. You you almost believed that she was 14. Almost. She she did a better job, I think, than the guy who played Superman of making me think of... But at the same time, I, I get, that's adding more to the frustration of the series. Was she even a freshman? You're right. I think she was older. Was she older? Like, I'm... There's so much to this that's hurting my head. Like, I kind of wish we'd just binge watch the entire series so I could have answers and again viewers people who are listening to this on 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 your podcast catcher you're watching the video version on our YouTube channel does she graduate with Clark if so why the crap was she working a grown person's job <laughs> I mean I got it. She, was, she was working as a barista but I mean she was a freshman in high school I don't think she was a freshman. I think she was a grade ahead of them, yeah. which would have put her about at about 16, mm-hmm. which would have been why she was able to get a job. Okay. Well, somebody leave some answers. Let us know what's going on. Let's move on past that frustration to the bigger question. Is this worth watching? Is this something where people go, so it was, hey, Celeste, I'm kind of interested in this whole Superman thing. I hear about it. People talk about it. Is this worth me spending my time watching 10 seasons worth, 10 years worth of drama? Is it worth it? I'm 
going to say probably not. Really? I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. But as people just unsubscribe to our podcast, probably did. But as a basis for Superman, it's not as a basis for Superman. I don't think that it's the best. Mm. Now, if they want to know more of the lore, if they're already into Superman and they want more, Mm -hmm. then absolutely. This is a great series for Mm. that. If they enjoy 90s TV, this is a great series for that. Yeah, well, or early two thousands, early two thousands, because we talked about the fact that Superboy was the pinnacle of bad nineties. It really was, and then Lois and Clark was probably one of the best parts of the nineties. Yeah, so you had those two. So this was the early two thousands, right? That was that it was spinning off of. Mm-hmm. So different, different decade still stands because that decade had its own feel to tv mm-hmm. so it still fits that if they enjoy that style then mm. absolutely they should watch it not saying it's a bad show no. just saying it's not it's not what i would point people to to go this is superman right it's interesting i mean if you get into it i mean you're, you're gonna want to watch the whole series oh, yeah. again there's something quite like, even in our conversation i'm like oh, what happened i want to i want to watch and find out about this but I don't think it's something I'm like, I'm going to watch this. You know, um, we have we have a, a great friend who he introduced his daughter to it. And she binge watched the entire series with him. And that was a cool thing. Yeah. Like for me, <clears throat> I think that's cool that he was able to share that with his daughter. This is something that he loved. And he shared it with his daughter who is, was just to be perfectly honest, is the least geeky individual in their household. Yes. Love her to death, but she's the least geeky individual in her household. But he was able to share that moment with her, with his daughter. I appreciate that. Yeah. Because it crossed that boundary. There was something, because he's, he's a nerd. Oh, he's yes. a super geek. He was able to share that with his daughter. Bravo. Bravo. Good job on you, uh, Smallville. You Good brought job. families together. Good job, Dad. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So, I would say if you are a huge fan, uh, yeah, watch it again. Uh, introduce some loved ones to it and watch it with them. I think that's maybe yes. part of it is watching it with somebody that's like, oh, I remember this and like sharing that experience. I think that adds to it. Yes. But for someone looking for information and to know better the character of Superman. Not really. No. Not really. I mean, the the whole thing with Lex Luthor growing up with him, so, sort of growing up with him. And- Ish. And then some of the, the, the things that took place in Smallville, uh, that's that was never any of the lore that I've ever heard of. If I remember correctly, that was also some of the complaint of, and again, this is all pre-internet anger. Um, not that it wasn't happening, it just wasn't as publicized. But I do vaguely remember that that was another complaint, was that some of the stuff was not canon. Right. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard our thoughts and opinions on that. We're about to take a moment and transition into some announcements and some random babbling, probably. Because that's what we do best. Transitioning into announcements and other things that you guys need to mention. Okay, so first bit of announcement we need to make is that Celeste and I are going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. Not really, uh, but we're going on a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Celeste is just staring at me like, what the crap happened just now? Uh, but we're, 
I, I don't, I know what you're referencing, but I don't know what you're referencing. Little Einstein's. Going on a trip, favorite rocket ship, Little Einstein's. Oh. Yeah, no. Okay. No. The remix was awesome. The remix wow. was just, it was so hardcore and legit. That being said, um, we are going on a trip here in a couple of weeks. It'll uh, actually, if if we hold a schedule, it will be another podcast week. Right, which we're going to try to film ahead Yes, uh, for that. Um, or we may try to do something special, I'm not sure. But we're going to be going to where, Celeste? We are going to Richmond, Virginia. Le Gasp. To SquadCon. SquadCon! SquadCon! We're super excited about this, guys. You gotta love people who love penguins. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so... But yeah, we're going to SquadCon, and there uh, we're going to be hosting a workshop. We're going to be talking about Geek Devotions, what we do, how we do it, why we do it, and loving on some folks. And uh, we're hoping to have some Q&A time and, and hoping also to create a time where we can uh, love on some of the people there. Yeah. Uh, we will have a booth if you want to come by our booth there. Uh, we will have specific merch. Yeah. First time ever, we're going to have merch. We're going to try to – I'm trying to arrange – uh, some way for us to be able to pay for it all for people to, or for people to buy the merch uh, using digital currency rather than actual currency <laughs> so we're making that happen uh, to date we got some drawstring bags uh, we got keychains we have stickers magnets um, I think that's it at the moment at the moment that's it and uh, all thanks to our friends over at B Sticky Designs here in Streetport, Louisiana uh, if you want some more information about them, we'll have a link in the description on the website yes. and on the YouTube. Because they also have a website where mm-hmm. you can order from. So you do not have to be able to go to their store. Exactly. So great group of guys. Love them to death. So, But that will be something we're making available to everybody. Uh, post-con. <laughs> um, so that's for announcement number one. We're super amped about that. Announcement number two is that this upcoming Friday is the final episode of Geek Devotions. Why do you do this every year? Season three. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the final episode of season three of Geek Devotions is taking place this Friday, guys. And that means we're launching season four. We're working out some of the final details of it. With it being season four, all the devotions are going to be based off of shows and characters that come in quintuplets. Teams. Teams. Teams, Teams of, of four. four. Make this easy, Dallas. <laughs> Teams of four. We just have to figure out who those teams of four are. We're looking at like Fantastic Four. We're thinking Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. There's four of them. Yeah. So we got a couple other things we're working on. Unless you bring the girl turtles in, then there's more. Yeah. So, but that's what we're doing. We're super excited about it. Hope you guys are excited about the launch of season four. Celeste and I are, uh, we have some big plans. I know that normally we do a live stream for the first episode of the season. We may do a live stream that night, but it probably will not be the devotion. Right. It will be. And it may be later because that night is the first night in Well, not the first night, but it'll be the second night. Second night in Richmond. In Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> we, so. we will have flown in at the butt crack of dawn. Butt crack the of dawn. The day before. So we may not be coherent. Yes. So it's a thing. So that's what's happening. So uh, we're super excited about it. Celeste, you got any other announcements we need to make? But things happening or coming down the pipeline. Your birthday's in a few weeks. My birthday is in a few weeks. That's important. 
It's important. Are you just going to repeat everything I'm saying? No. Okay. I'm going to be 35. I have to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be 35. So, super excited about that. Because I'm 31 and you're four years older. True story. Yeah. So, we're pretty excited about it. Um, We've got fun plans. Fun plans. Mostly just chilling. Yeah, that's fun. That's a beautiful thing. I think this has been, like, for us personally, the year of chill. Trying to. Because we are so busy. Right. That when we get the chance, we're like, we need to chill. Exactly. So, we got that coming up. After that, we have GeekCon. We will be there. We will not have a booth or a workshop or anything like that, but we'll be at GeekCon. Hope to see you guys there. We're going to be there all three days. Uh, Loving on folks and having fun. Yeah. Maybe a little late on Sunday, but... Mm -hmm. That's okay. Exactly. And we're looking at having either Friday night or Saturday uh, uh, evening our Devoted Geek Together yes. of, during GeekCon. There will not be a Devoted Geek Together this month. Yes. In case you didn't notice with it being two weeks before the month is over. Well, that's true too. <laughs> Most people in town know that because we've told them that. Right. But just for the masses. Yeah. We're letting you know. Absolutely. So we got a couple reviews coming down the pipeline that I'm working on right now. And Celeste is working on a couple of reviews. Also, we have a review coming from Branson Boykin on a really interesting comic book series that uh, was successfully kickstarted just recently. So, Branson's pretty excited about it. The description that the guy gave me of the series was basically, uh, think Indiana Jones in ancient Roman days. Well, I'm intrigued. I know, right? So, we're going to hear the thoughts of Branson Boykin very soon on our website, geekdevotions.com. Uh, I have made voice appearances on the supersonic pod comics you should go check it out you should it's i do not have a big part i am not a major part i am i am part of the story but i'm not one of the the leads which is cool but it, the stories are awesome oh yeah absolutely thoroughly enjoying all of them so go check that out again links will be in the description of the youtube version and in the show notes on uh, our website, geekdevotions.com. Why not in our actual podcast show notes? Because uh, we pay for a cheap podcast host that does <laughs> does well for us, but we are, we're limited on what we can do. <laughs> That's why. So it's cheap, but we love it. It works for us. <laughs> okay. And now I think it's time uh, for this podcast to end. Okay. Let's bring it home. Glicks, what is our next sector going to be? Our next sector of the Superman District will be 2006's Superman Returns. Alright, and there was a audible groan across the universe when she said that. Yes, that's how we lose subscribers. <laughs> so, Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. So until next Sunday, stay devoted. Peace and love. <laughs>